Well, good morning and welcome to the Praxis Daily Devotional Podcast. I'm Pastor Ed, and this devotional time is designed to create space for scripture, meditation, and prayer towards the application of this word into our daily lives. Well, today is Wednesday, April 13th, and our reading for the day comes out of John chapter 4, verses 16 to 26. And it reads this way. Jesus said to her, this is the woman at the well, we're picking up the story from yesterday. He says to her, go call your husband and come here. Now the woman answered him, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you're right in saying, I have no husband for you have had five husbands and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. And Jesus said to her, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship with the Worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to Him, I know that Messiah is coming, He who is called Christ, and when He comes, He will tell us all things. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am He. Jesus here continues his conversation with the woman at the well. And they reach the point where she is actually willing to speak with him. And at this point, he reveals himself to her. He tells her who he is. He is the Messiah. And he tells her to go get her husband. She replies that she has no husband. And, and so he acknowledges that this was true and calls out the reality of, of the fact. And she's absolutely amazed at this ability and recognizes she, she sees him as, as simply a prophet who is able to discern things in the spirit that he would not have known otherwise. Uh, she recognizes the power of God at work in, in Jesus. Immediately, she jumps in, to, to change the subject and asks now theological questions that trouble her and many other of the Samaritans there. Who is correct? She's asking you Jews or we Samaritans, should God be worshipped here in Samaria or in Jerusalem? Now, Jesus hears this question, but he avoids the geographical uh, question and he cuts to the heart of the matter, what is really important. God must be worshipped in spirit and truth, he tells her. And, you know, whether or not she actually understood or believed in uh, or, or liked the answer that he gave to her, uh, she kind of changes the subject again and says, well, I'm sure the Messiah will answer these questions when he comes. And this is where Jesus interjects and tells her, I who speak to you am he. Now, think about the way that she responds to Jesus in comparison to the way Nicodemus responds to Jesus only uh, a few days ago where he read in, in John 2. Nicodemus was from the highest echelon of Jewish society, high status, well-respected teacher of the law. Now, this woman is from one of the lowest, if not the lowest, in Samaria. 
we can see here from their interactions and their receptivity to Jesus's words to them, it really is true what Jesus said throughout, throughout the Gospels, that worldly wealth, wealth uh, often is an obstacle to receiving the gospel. It really can be something that hinders at times from an openness and willingness to receive uh, the good news that Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, has arrived and here for us. The simplicity of believing and receiving him. You know, Luke 18, 24 to 27 says, Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But Jesus said, What is impossible with man is possible with God. My prayer is that neither worldly status or reputation or wealth or anything would be able to stand in the way from us and from those who the Lord sends us to reach would not stand in the way of us responding to Jesus and the hope we find in him. Let's take a moment to pray into this together today. Jesus, we thank you for the hope that you have given us, Lord, and the extent to which you went to in order to carry that hope all the way to where we are. And Lord, I pray, God, that our own, um, our own desires, our own um, kind of the will of the flesh, none of these things, pride, none of these things, wealth would be able to stand in the way and hinder us from receiving what you died to give us, Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to have um, childlike faith to receive what you say and simply follow it. Just put it into practice, Lord. Just believe your word and move out in accordance and alignment with your word. You said, um, unless you become like one of these little children, we cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, Lord, uh, we want to be with you in your kingdom. And so do whatever you must, whatever you see fit within our heart, that we would become like these little children and receive and follow you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, family, have a great day and remember to keep on loving anyway, any way that you are able and regardless of what you get in return, just the way Jesus, our Lord and Savior, does.